Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Guapish Rule 34. As always, I'm your host, Nico, and today I am being joined by my first guest, who is indeed the cutest and most powerful member of us, Tanner. Hi, everyone. I am here on the set of Hurricane Hillary. It is battering me outside. I am soaking wet and outside, but I'm glad to join you here in the studio. Yeah, if you'd like to hear a follow-up to that, it'll be more at 11. In the meantime, our uh, fucking second guest here is the line between, like, tragedy and comedy. It's Dylan. Boy, <laughs> why the line between tragedy and comedy? Nobody explained this to me. That's just your life, man. It's just your life in a nutshell. Damn. And for our final guest, he's the man who I started by paying exposure, which has uh, quickly backfired on me due to the audience just liking him more than me. Jackson... Unfortunately, I'm currently dying because Canada's on fire and it's spewing fucking smoke into my mouth, directly into my mouth. It's a pipeline. Oh my god. Yeah, things are getting pretty rough here around the Guapish office right now, but <laughs> say la vie, we persist anyway. So, boys, now Jackson, before we started the podcast, there's something you really wanted to talk about today. What was that? I really just wanted to know which one of us do we think could take a kick to the nuts the hardest oh. or the best, right? Like, who, mm-hmm. if they got kicked in the nuts, you know, pretty hard? could take it the best. I think I'd right. keel over and fucking die. I don't take pain very well, so I think I'm immediately out of the running. Which of you three do you think could fight? You've also uh, never been record? kicked in the balls before, Jackson. I haven't. I, I've heard Is that, that it's like... I, yeah, I've never had uh, that experience. Hmm. Thank God. Apparently it's really bad. It's like childbirth or something. Like two times worse than childbirth. Yeah, I've done both, so I can confirm. <laughs> I think uh, I can take a kick to the nuts the best. Frankly... I have the highest pain tolerance here. How do you and know? Also, that? Yeah, I don't. I don't hmm? think we've ever discovered that you have well, the highest I, pain tolerance. Listen, I have a notoriously high pain tolerance, so I'm just assuming. And I've never heard you guys discuss it. I, I don't like to talk about my pain tolerance. It makes me sound like a masochist. But obviously, and also, I have just such a massive schlong that I like wrap uh-huh. it around my balls to keep everything condensed down there. So it's like extra padding around my balls. Uh huh. Hmm. So, you ever think that maybe because of you know me not having to do that, I have a higher pain tolerance in that field? I don't need the extra. How padding. often are you getting kicked in the ball? You can only have pain tolerance by like developing it through uh, trauma exposure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's getting a fucking whack to it like once a week to build up it. He's driving all these rich fucks cars, and whenever <laughs> they pick their car back up from him, they just give him a quick nut tap like, "Hey, thanks, valet." Bah. Nah, dude, the the bucket seats, the bucket seats will get you. You sit in that oh. car wrong, oh, buddy. Oh yeah. I tell you what, you go to sit down in a car seat the normal way, you're getting it right up there, man. I'm telling you. Nico, uh, do you remember that time at CIY where it was the very last day and we were about to leave, and uh, I go to jump on a cockroach and uh, I accidentally come down and squish my own balls between my thighs, and then I walk uh, away around in pain for a couple minutes? I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's pretty silly. Guess that it padding didn't help you there, did it, Tanner? <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, um, again, I obviously I can get around my own defenses. It's, uh, oh, okay. it's much like how, um, uh, fucking, fuck. Oh, there's... Nico, what's the thing I'm thinking of where it's like they cut, they get pieces of a creature or something to fight that creature with? Oh yeah, uh, Jacob's ladder. Yeah. Huh? Sure. What? I've never seen that, so I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> I don't. Now there's some fucking like I don't. I don't even. All I remember is that something where like 
there's like a monster people have to fight and they're like the only thing that can damage it are pieces of it that it like accidentally breaks off itself or some shit oh the incredibles yeah okay there you go yeah i'm just like the fucking robot from the incredibles oh okay <laughs> i i guess that guy really decided to name himself Gazer Beam, eh? <laughs> to answer your question, Jackson, I think Tanner would win here, okay? I, I feel like he'd yeah. tank the kick to the balls the hardest. I feel like we won't know this unless we do an actual test. True. That makes sense to me. Yeah. It's a scientific method. Uh, yeah, trial and error, All right, boys, let's find a woman to give us all a swift kick in the nads. Uh, I feel like that, that should make things pretty easy and straightforward Why for us. Why does it have to be us? a woman, though? Why does it have to be a woman? What are you trying to get out of this, Nico? Would you guys prefer a man do it? I feel like that would be the best way to check for tolerance, considering I'd probably get a much beefier kick from a man. I agree. We're not trying to die here, Dylan. Who said we would (laughs) die? I think that right there settles the pain tolerance thing between the two of us and the two of them, Tanner. I feel like women would just inherently be less capable of giving us a consistently powerful kick. Yeah. I feel like women would be, like, the most willing to, like, give us a powerful kick. Because a man understands how painful it is. Like, he's been mm. kicked there before. So he doesn't want to go, like, overboard with it. Whereas a woman, she has no, like, idea of just how painful it's going to be. So she just doesn't fucking care. Boy, howdy, do mm. I have a video to show you later? <laughs> he, it's just, like, a three-hour compilation of dudes getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> it it's is. There's a, there's a there's a portion There's a portion in the video where this guy's like, yeah... I'll pay you $5 to kick me, or, like, you pay me $5, you can kick me in the balls. And that, there's this one where this guy runs off camera, kicks him, and then runs, it's like a fly-by ball kicking or something, you know? It's funny. Now we know what Dylan is into. Um, uh, sure. Jackson, there was something else you really wanted to talk about this week. What was that again? What was that? I don't fucking know. Dude, you've been, like, talking about all week. You kept coming up to me. You're like, "Hey, man, I, I just want to let you know there's something I, I really want to like get off my chest. I, I, I feel like we've been like, you know, ooh, everybody like keeps kind of like putting me down during the podcast. They don't really let me get a word in edgewise. I, I just really want to like talk about this one thing. Like, I, I really want to bring it up. Nico, I think you're the best person to bring this up over anything. You know, I'm so scared to talk about it. I think you could be my voice. Okay, true, guys." As you may know, Justin Roiland recently had some, like, uh, big oopsies come about. And as a result, mm-hmm. his voice has been needing to get recast in the shows he's in. And Solar Opposites has already revealed what they're doing. They're going a completely different route. They're not, like, trying to find a, a similar voice as, like, Corvo or whatever the fuck. Instead, they're just going, like, hey, we're going to hire this British fuck, and he's going to be voicing Corvo now. That's pretty cool, right? I don't like it at all, personally. I'm yeah, not a big weird. fan of it. It's very strange. Personally... If it were pretty much any other voice, I would have been fine with it. But I don't like the British, so that's kind of where things are at for me right now. Interesting. Uh, how would you feel if they just announced uh, we're just going to have a fake AI Justin Roiland do it? That'd be pretty fun. I would prefer that significantly over a British voice. Okay. You'd still have the weird voice cuts, though, because AI still isn't perfect. Go figure. Do you think they would leave those in? I mean, I would hope not, but... <laughs> I guess nobody's really tested it yet, so nobody's really sure how well that would go. Why would they leave it in on, like, a broadcast, Dylan? I, that's not that's not what I'm saying. All, all I'm saying is I don't know because nobody's done it before. What if it's a but live show, Nico? <laughs> Fair. Yeah, if it's a live show, I guess they wouldn't have any other choice. I'd love to see... That'd be... I feel like Adult Swim should do some stupid bit like that where they attempt making an animated show live. 
Huh. It's fucking <laughs> 500 hours long of them, like, trying to draw the things. God, that'd be so terrible. That would go for Fantastic, honestly. I feel like that's going to be a, at some point in the next season of Smiling Friends, more than likely. They'd definitely be the ones that gave that a shot. Interesting. Yeah. I guess so. By the way, folks of the internet, Zach Hadel, famous uh, star of Smiling Friends, that guy says the N-word a lot, okay? Maybe read your pitchforks and for- uh, torches this time around for that guy, because I think he has it coming. How much is a lot? I'm not entirely sure. Like, I've heard him say it, like, at least five times, I'd say. Mm. Hard R and everything. Oh. oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. I don't think he's racist at all, but, like... I mean, you know, some people just think that word is funny. <laughs> I, that, that's kind of weird. I don't I don't know in what world that would, word would be funny. You don't think it's funny at all? No. How much money would you need to get paid to go to, like... A predominantly black neighborhood and just yell that word. Uh, enough to cover my medical expenses. <laughs> okay. You think they'd beat you up? You think something bad would happen to you? Yeah, they'd, I'm, I'd look white. They'd probably kill me, dude. What do you mean? Why would they do that? <laughs> dude, what do you think of these black people? Why do you think they're going to beat you up and kill you? What's yeah. wrong with you? Are you racist or something? No. You think they're angry? You think they're yeah. full of rage? You don't think they're capable of having just, like, you know, a normal conversation with you? Explain to you why you can't say that word? You think they're just going to immediately jump to violence? It's weird, it's weird how you guys are saying all of this, and I literally said none of it. You said they're going to kill you! Yeah. You go to the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. Very curious. All right, well, Tanner, how about you? You got any topics to bring forward today? I mean, I don't know. Do we want to talk about my hurricane that I am currently being battered by? No. Okay. Dang. That's How's the hurricane experience been for you right now, Tanner? Um, I'm inland enough where it's it's very rainy, but uh, <laughs> that's about it. So, okay. Uh, very I've cool. just been sitting at home <laughs> jerking off all day. Makes yeah. sense. What's been your mm-hmm. porn of choice? Uh, boy, what have I been watching today? I mean, you oh. know, obviously I'm watching a lot of black female white male, because that's mm. what I'm into. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. You know, stuff of, like, you know, trans guys being misgendered, stuff like that. You know, fucking uh, beating people to death and then fucking (laughs) their corpses. You know, normal stuff. You see, I thought you were going to go the route of, like, a trans guy gets misgendered and then they just, like, fuck the person who misgendered them. What? (laughs) What did I say? You just said they get misgendered. Yeah, like, as part of the fucking, yes. As oh. part of the fucking, okay, gotcha. I thought you were oh, just, like, getting off to videos of, like, someone misgendering a trans person. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Is, no sexual content whatsoever, that'd be funny. Yeah, uh, yeah funny zone word for it, I guess. But, you know, that, that feels like more of a Dylan thing, personally. Oh, I'm sure mm. it does. I'm sure it does. Dylan just loves misgendering folks. It's his favorite thing. It's not my favorite thing, it's just a common thing. It's just up there. Just because I do it often doesn't mean I do it on purpose and if because you it's don't. an activity I participate in. Dylan, you don't do it often because you never... I'd, I'd be shocked if you've ever interacted with a trans person. Not on Have purpose. Have you ever even seen one in real life? Probably. Dylan, doesn't your like, little sister have some little friends who are? Yes. Uh, why are you saying probably then? That should just be a yes. I did... You said, do I interact with these people? Hmm. The answer is No. I, I, I deliberately choose to avoid stuff like that so I don't put myself in a situation I don't want to be in. Hmm. That's kind of like situ- Kind of like situations I put myself uh, in on this podcast, but yet I'm still here. 
Why are you still here? That's a great question. I, I was <laughs> anyway. We're moving on. I don't want to discuss this. <laughs> Speaking of things we don't want to discuss, though. Uh oh. Tanner, have you finally pulled up our horoscopes? Oh. <laughs> no, I. He hasn't I'll asked that, any of us. I'll do that this time. I just you, need you, to. You said that last time. You, I did say that last time. Should we just you message know, him? I didn't do it. We should just remind him. Yeah, you guys can clearly recognize I have not done anything to try and do it. So, it was your idea, Tanner. You should be the You're one right. to follow. It through. is my. Uh, I like how much you hated this idea, but you keep bringing it up every week. Because I'm trying to catch you here, Tanner. I'm trying to catch you in your own deceit, uh-huh. your own lies. Own I never. Whatever. You promise that you'll do, it, and yet you never do, man. Here's the solution. I got it. We all message him or whatever he tells us what he needs. We message uh, we message message our things to him if I can speak English, uh, and then he mm-hmm. it's up to him at that point because whether or not mm-hmm. he does it then is on him Mm because we gave our information yeah so i need your guys's social security code no no no. your credit card number your security code your mother's maiden name and a picture of your birth certificate i feel like i have most of those things lying around do i have a birth certificate oh okay i have one should i have one (laughs) i don't know where it is let's actually i might be it might be down here actually anyway Viewers of the podcast, please do not call ice on Dylan anytime soon. Don't call what? <laughs> ice. What's ice? Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Oh, yeah, that would suck, considering I was born here. If you don't yeah, have your papers on you, they'll deport you in an instant. They don't know where they'll deport you to, but they'll get rid of you. They'll kind of just make a guess based on your complexion. Has Oregon told you guys you need to start masking up again? No. No. But were they supposed okay. to? Why would they do that? Well, there's a new sh- there's a new variant of COVID going around, and uh, oh yeah, of course the 27th one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And supposedly the CDC is getting set up to tell people to start wearing masks again. So, holy we'll shit! Will you guys be doing that if they do? Hopefully not. I mean, I guess if it's required in anywhere, but like I'm You're not going to do it on pussy. What do you mean, Tanner? I'm not going to be one of these assholes who are like, I'm not wearing a mask. That's against my personal freedoms. I ain't shopping in nowhere. nowhere Dude, just fucking uh, don't wear it. No one gives a shit. No one's going to actually make you leave anywhere. I'll try it. I didn't wear a mask at all at any point. But you were also in Texas most of the time. I was in Portland during the height of it. Were you? Idiot. Yes, for the entirety of 2020, I was in Portland. I never wore a mask and no one stopped me because they right, don't man. actually care. It's cowards like you that enabled them to crack down on us like that. Some of us prefer to follow the rules, okay? Yeah, that's because you're a fucking pussy. I legally had to because I worked in a medical facility. And if I didn't, mm. they they had the right to keep me out of work. They wouldn't have, though. They, they, they do. They don't care enough to actually fire you. Uh, Okay. My workplace told me, hey, man, you gotta wear masks, and I never did, and they never did jack shit. You didn't shit. work at a medical facility, Tanner! Who cares? It doesn't matter. They're not gonna <laughs> do anything. I guarantee you. They're not gonna do anything about these old people. If the masking policy Dude, goes back these up, these people I are want- literally Hold fucking on. murdering the old people themselves. They don't care. Hold on. If the masking policy goes up again, I want you to walk into your nearest hospital that is enforcing the mask policy and see how long you can stand in there without them forcibly kicking you out. Okay, deal. Okay. I'll fucking film it, too. Okay. Okay. What? What do you mean, what? Yeah, okay. Tim's gonna be waltzing all up in there. He's gonna be like a, mm. those... Uh, a sovereign citizen. Sovereign citizen, that's one. He's gonna be like one of them sovereign citizens complaining, being like, 
You guys are trying to kick me out right now? What are you talking about? I don't have to wear a mask. This is America. What are you talking about? And then he's going to be getting dragged out by security. I making fun of this when, like, he's the dickless one here. Who? Look, Tanner. I feel like yeah. you're the only one here who's, like, really hard against masks. I'm against being told what to fucking do, especially when it's stupid bullshit that we know literally doesn't do anything. That's true. If people could catch it through a hazmat suit, what makes you think a mask is going to protect you? I'm just saying. Jackson, where do you fall on masks? Uh, I'm completely indifferent. Yeah, dude worked from home. He didn't have to wear a mask. I mean, what mo- the the majority of COVID, I was a fucking waiter and a bartender, so I was forced to because oh. of my job. Shit, I right. literally had to personally kick people out that would walk into the restaurant, too, that weren't wearing masks because it was company policy to do so. You're huh. a fucking fascist, you know. If that. I didn't fucking do it, I'm just going to get told off by my managers. What the fuck Dude, do you want I, me to do? I would be in fucking McMinnville, Oregon. Your managers ain't give a shit. They wouldn't have yes, cared if you didn't did. wear it. They were the fucking hardest people, and I had a bunch of fucking liberal-ass women as my managers when I was working at the McMinnville location. They were fucking super hard about it. This is, a, this is kind of a three-on-one here, Tanner. I don't know why you're being so... You guys are I definitely, all I definitely, I definitely don't like wearing a mask, but I'm not going to fucking defy people to do it, because I don't care that much in the end. Yeah. It's not that but big But they don't care enough to make you. Well, if that was the case, then we wouldn't have done it. I know yeah, I they apparently have. do, Tanner. We all worked in places that required them. Yeah, so did I, and I Tan- didn't wear it, and they Tanner, didn't do shit. You, you act like we wanted to do it. We didn't want to do it. if you didn't want to do it, you wouldn't have done it. You guys are just fucking pussies. Yeah, we wouldn't have had jobs, man. Yeah. So did I! Well, obviously you had a different situation. We didn't have that situation. Oh my god. I don't, god. I don't see how that's our fault. You, you can't happen- just go and paint broad strokes here. You can't just assume that every place is going to be exactly the same as yours. Yeah. Like, I definitely I working... remember seeing a bunch of posts from people being like, I can't believe I got fired for not wearing a mask. This is fucking bullshit. Like, it yeah. definitely happens. Where, where were you seeing that, dude? Uh, fucking, what are you it, was, about? it was all over, Tanner. It was all over. Yeah, sure. There were fucking posts on, like, Reddit and, like, Facebook and a bunch of other fucking places. I guarantee you those people were just fucking dipshit employees that weren't good at their jobs. You're really jumping into some assumptions here, man. If you even here, have man. a modicum of comp, like in this job market, if you have even a modicum of competence, you can't get fired. I mean, now yes. Before, when we were wearing Before, masks, yes. I don't. I think your perception. I don't know, man. I, I feel like during the height of COVID, they were just looking for reasons to fire people at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Barely had any customers. They're like, well, fucking, gotta trim some fat somehow at this point. Yeah, I agree. No, these these businesses were all stealing money from the government. They were making more bank than they've ever made in their fucking lives. Huh. Tanner, do you want to go on a rant now about how the COVID vaccine is bullshit as well? Like, while we're already here. What 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 more is there to say about it? It, it, it just, like, we, like, we've seen the information. Anyone who's been paying attention knows that it doesn't do jack shit and you were all fooled and you're idiots for falling for it. Hey. What else is there to say? Don't loop me in. Tanner, do you feel as though you may have gone down the rabbit hole a bit too much? Perhaps you're I haven't even gone little, down the rabbit hole. Perhaps you're a little I, too literally, I'm, ju- I'm literally just referencing information that has been published through, like, the corporate media. This is the stuff that the, the fucking media. simpletons can look at, and it's still damning. I don't pay attention to corporate media. We've gone over this. Kind of sounds <laughs> like you're just regurgitating everything Tim Dillon told you to. <laughs> That's not true. Say it without laughing, coward. That's a, that's a that's a fucking comedy show. I don't get my news through that. You don't get your comedy through Tim Dillon, Tanner. You don't get your news through Tim Dillon. I thought you loved the guy. 
Yeah, he's very entertaining. What are you even talking about? What, what's the point you want to make, Nico? You're like, oh, they said I had to do it. Well, all I'm trying to say here, Tanner, is that you're a little too red-pilled for us, mister. Uh. I feel like maybe you could use a little more blueness in your life, dog. No, 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 no. I'm right about everything, and you guys uh, are fucking sheeple. Uh-huh. And I'm taller than all of you, so L plus ratio, cope and seethe. You and Jackson are the same height. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're the same height. Yeah, get out of here, Tanner. I never wanted to be tall. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, well, I'm heavier than you, Jackson, so I win. You've got me there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Tanner's gonna die quicker, Jackson. That's Tanner's on basis for being better than people is very basic. What, that I'm smarter and stronger? That's basic. I mean, it is basic, but it's also correct. The so. Tanner's uh, smarter, stronger, more good-looking. That he's uh, uh, far uh, taller. That he's uh, got like more bitches than us. He's got a significantly <laughs> higher body count. He's gotten uh, STDs far more times. He, <laughs> he, he went to college for more years than any of us. His GPA is like super hella high. Okay, Listen. like this guy. This guy drives like fast in cars. Okay, <laughs> like you have no idea just how fast this guy's able to drive at all. <laughs> this guy has like so much debt you wouldn't believe it. Like his debt significantly higher than any. <laughs> I don't even listen. I don't even talk about that shit. I only mention the two things, okay? You're putting all that shit on me. And none of that debt is my fault. That's fucking the universe trying to fuck me over. Maybe it's because you keep it. Never mind. I keep what? Nothing. We're, I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's not it's my, my fault. Like, fucking my cars break down on me. What am I supposed to do about that? Not build up so much karma. It's not karma. I just have bad luck because I'm too smart, funny, and handsome. That's, that's the same difference in my eyes, Tanner. No. Bad luck is just incidental. Bad karma is like I deserve it. And I've never been mean to anyone in my entire life. <laughs> I've never been mean to You're someone right. in a vicious way. I've only been mean to people when it's funny. <laughs> I don't think there's a difference, honestly. What? I don't think the universe doesn't recognize that if we're going to go based off of that assumption. Nah, that's stupid. You don't think the universe takes context into account? Sure, the universe it is doesn't. like nothing but context. Uh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. The universe uh, is everything. That includes context. Dylan, you're saying that if you murder someone in cold blood versus murdering someone in self-defense, the universe doesn't take that into account? I feel like you have to have some intentionality behind it if you're doing it in self-defense. What the fuck is the difference <laughs> between intentionality and context, Dylan? I'm already lost in this conversation. Let's move on. Oh God. <laughs> you guys like roped me into this so fast I wasn't prepared we for this conversation. We roped you into the thing that you chose to say to us. <laughs> Alright, Jackson, do you know what time it is? <laughs> uh yeah, it's uh four forty nine. I got there you. There we go. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. No problem. Since it's four forty nine, I think it might also be a time for Erm uh maybe a little guapish at the movies? I don't remember what the music from The Fly sounded like. I don't remember any of the music, and I'm running out of music ideas at this point. It was I should really drunk. just start writing down the music. I mean, I Maybe. guess you could. I should just write down one random song so I have something to do during uh, the Guapish at the Movies intro. I didn't take notes this time, but I do have my catch-up scores. For the Which four. movies did you watch this week, Dylan? Uh... Including the ones we were supposed to watch, or just the ones I needed to ca- catch no, up just on? The one, what, yeah, just what are your catch-up thoughts and scores? Uh, Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Wet Hot American Summer. And we've got The Count of Monte Cristo. Okay. That's fucking insane, dude. Dylan, yeah. what did you think about Cleopatra? Um, to be honest, I ran into a lot of issues viewing this, so I had to, like, 
find, like, cobbled ways of watching it. From what I did see, however, uh, I gave, I thought the movie was really interesting. I liked the set pieces and everything. I thought the acting was pretty good. And I, I do like historical pieces in, like, just for, like, kind of educational purposes. Uh, I didn't really watch it for entertainment, necessarily. Uh, so given that context, I gave Cleopatra a B+. How much of this movie do you think you actually saw? Um, well, on Plex, I saw about 40 minutes of the beginning, because for whatever reason, the audio continued to go, but then upon watching more on YouTube, I was able to find it, like, jumped, like, an hour and a half forward into the movie or something, because it was, like, at the part where the ships were fighting each other, and then I watched that, and then I couldn't find the ending anywhere. Um... Okay, so, like, we can't count this, that. Yeah. I, I've tried to watch it. I, I literally... Plex was not loading the movie for whatever reason. It was just too much for it to handle. I guess so, because I also watched a ton of other movies on Plex, and they all seemed to work fine. I think the torrent you got was scuffed, Jackson. I mean, Nico and I watched it the whole way through, and it worked fine for us, so I don't know why it doesn't work for you. I'm wondering if it just uploaded on Plex poorly, then. Because, like, I would always get to the same spot in the movie every time, and it would always do the same thing, regardless of my internet connection. Maybe. Mm. Potentially. Uh, so what about the other movies, then? Uh, Wet Hot American Summer, I thought was just okay. It was funny. Uh, you know, the movie was alright. I gave it a C+. Interesting. Uh, was the film not sufficiently wet, hot, or American for you? I think it was all those. I just thought it was okay. It was like a worse version of American Pie, I guess. Hmm. Sounds like someone's going to be picking American Pie this week to do that comparison. I'm not going to pick American Pie. It's also like a very different film from American Pie as well. The comedy is entirely separate from it. I'm sure it is. There was a lot of intentionally reused sound effects in this movie, and I was like, that was an interesting choice. It was a very meme movie. Yeah, it was a parody uh, of Summer Camps. Yeah. Uh, and then The Count of Monte Cristo, I gave an A-. minus. I enjoyed this movie very much. Wow. What did you like the most about it? Um, I just liked the the plot, like, the way the plot played out. And how it, it, I got, like, Assassin's Creed vibes at one point about it, where this guy was, like, locked up in prison, acquired all these skills, acquired all this knowledge, and then he was going to use all that to go back and, you know fuck with all the people that did him wrong he actually ended up not killing anybody except the one dude at the very end um so i think between the plot evolution and character evolution of this one dude i thought it was really good i also like the twist where he's like oh this kid's not his son he's your son i'm like well i guess that makes sense so yeah i uh, guess it does it was a pretty good movie overall dylan would you ever fornicate out of wedlock nope well hold no. on no if I say that, it's technically a lie. Uh, I wouldn't oh, do it you again. Have? I wouldn't do it again. I'm shocked. Hmm. I would not have expected. Well, we also we also discovered that out of all of us here, I was the first. I think I was the. Well, I'm also the oldest. Uh, I was the first True. one to. You were the youngest when you lost your virginity. Seventeen. Yeah. Oh. Weird. Crazy. I, thought, I didn't think I was the youngest. What a player. You most certainly are. Dylan, do you think you're going to hell when you die? Probably. Predestination, <laughs> all that. Why do you why do you think that's gonna happen? Uh I honestly I wait, don't know. I, wait, I did you just say predestination? <laughs> yeah. Do you believe in predestination? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> what Huh? <laughs> Were you a Calvinist at some point? What are you talking about? The hell is a Calvinist? 
What the fuck? It's something I learned while I was I in just... Catholic school. No, it's not. How do you know? You don't know what I learned. Catholics, Catholics don't believe in predestination. Well, the what I was taught when I was in school there was like everybody's going to hell until you're baptized, and then once you're baptized, everything's all good. No matter what you do, you're all fine. That is not okay. Whatever. Tanner, you can't tell me what I've learned and what I haven't learned. I know what I've learned. <laughs> I'm hearing, well, no, the problem is, Dylan, you don't know what predestination is, and you're using that word to describe something that isn't what it is. Okay? Hey, man, it sounded like predestination. I thought it was the same thing. But... Y- well, your path is predetermined for you. <laughs> but that's not what you're describing right now. <laughs> oh, I don't know then, man. Whatever. Can we get on to the movies? I guess we can. But do you not have access to a, to an HBO Max? Because that's where uh, Cleopatra is. I'm pretty sure we have to pay for it. Yeah, it's a streaming service. Yeah, I don't pay for okay. streaming services. Or if you use code Guapas at checkout, you can get one month free of HBO Max. That's not true. Not true. It's not true. Maybe one day HBO Max. Like, hey, like all these streaming services out here, we watch your movies constantly on your services. Maybe throw us a bone here and we can, like, you know, start telling people to like, go your way, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Do do streaming uh, services even do sponsorships? Kind of I don't think it. I've ever seen that before. <laughs> I don't think um, so. Crunchyroll does. Okay. Yeah. I guess so. I haven't but seen them do any watch this Speaking of Crunchyroll! <laughs> oh god, is it Wicked City time? Jackson, do you want to tell the people about the first movie we watched this week? Uh, the first movie is in fact not Wicked City, it's actually our Patreon pick of this week, because we always do our Patreon picks first, that being Spaceballs, the 1987 hey. uh, parody film of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, Jackson, do you want to tell the people about Spaceballs? Actually, Dylan, do you want to tell the people about Spaceballs? You sound like you were the most jazzed to watch it last week. Uh, yeah, sure. So Spaceballs, as was already previously mentioned, is a parody of, uh, of Star Wars. You got this uh, princess that's trying to marry, or not trying to marry, this prince guy. Uh, the king's like, you have to, he's the only prince in the universe. She runs away, uh, she's trying to be captured by the Spaceballs, which is a, a race of people well, trying to steal. she's not trying to get captured by them. Yeah. Uh, she's avoiding these... pretty much everything in this movie, actually. Yeah, and then, uh, they're, they're like, the Spaceballs are like, we need the oxygen from Dr- planet Druidia, because our, our planet's out. Uh, and then you got Lone Star and Barf are two uh, head honcho men trying to save the day and all that. They get the princess back um, because the the king's like, you're the closest ones. We'll give you a million bucks. And they're like, cool, we can use that to pay back Pizza the Hut. Um, and then long story short, they get stranded on a desert. They meet some people. They they go back. The princess gets captured by the space balls. Lone Star shows up, saves them. Uh, and then they end up activating the self-destruct for whatever reason can't be reversed. Uh, on the big vacuum suck machine as they proceed, as they tried to proceed to suck all the oxygen out of planet Deridia. Uh And then they go to leave, and then he's like, oh, a fortune cookie. Oh, you're a prince. That's what your necklace says. He's like, oh, I'm a prince. Uh, and they're like, go back before it's too late. And so the prince is about to marry this princess sleep boy or whatever his name is. Uh, and he's like, I object to this wedding. He's like, I'm a prince. And then they're like, she's like, get out of here, guy. And then they get married, and then the movie's over. Nice. Pizza think, Hut is truly fucking disgusting. Yeah, it is. It's it's hard to look at, and especially the part where he was like trying to eat him too. He's like taking the pepperoni and cheese off of him, and I, I couldn't. Yeah, it, it actually churns my stomach to look at that thing. I don't. I hate it. It still yeah, does. Not imagining fan. it, terrible. They did a really good job with it, I guess, because I assume that's the intention. <laughs> yeah, they got the uh, they got the effect they wanted. I yeah, will absolutely. say. Having the dude from, uh, I, I won't know, oh, I guess from a couple, he's from, uh, like, Casper and, uh, Independence Day, the president guy. 
Yeah, and Despicable Me. Uh, I wouldn't be Mel Blanc. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he plays John, all the or Mel Brooks. Mel uh, Brooks. Sorry. Yeah, Mel Brooks. He voices the minions. Yeah. And then uh, you got John Candy. I think they. I think they fulfilled the roles very well. I think they were a very dynamic duo and added a lot of life to this movie. Now, Jackson, you were going to say something there before. What was it? Yeah, I was going to say, this movie committed the cardinal sin for a comedy, that being that it wasn't that funny, at least for me. <laughs> there was, like, plenty of moments that were, like, funny in content. Oh, yeah, they're combing the desert, uh, you know. But most of this movie was just boring as fuck, to be completely honest. <laughs> I had really high expectations going into this, and I was really oh, no. let down. I don't know why you, did, you've, you haven't seen Star Wars, Jackson. You have zero context for any of the exactly, jokes in this which, movie. Which I actually mentioned that when we were watching this. is like, yeah, I wonder how much better I think this movie was. Because it definitely leans far more into like being a parody of Star Wars rather than just like purely being a comedy, which is kind of what a lot of you know parody movies do, is they lean more into comedy yeah. as well as being a parody of something. This one definitely leans, felt like it was leaning more into just being a parody of Star Wars, and like the comedy is coming from the fact that they're parodying Star Wars, not for the fact that they're actually writing like jokes for stuff. And there's definitely sure. plenty of jokes, but and I thought they were funny, but most of this movie was just really fucking dry for me, and I was not oh. entertained for most of it, to be honest. Yikes. I liked all the Jew jokes. There were a lot of Jew jokes. Surprising. There were. <laughs> God. However, I'm definitely with Jackson here. I did. I really didn't find this film to be all that funny at all. I think I laughed like one time, and that was about it. Crazy. It's, you know, it, it really leans pretty heavy into like, you know, hey, we're Star Wars, but with comedy. That's pretty cool, right? We're, we're doing silly things on the screen. Ain't that wacky? Check it out. Chewbacca, he's like a dog guy now. I actually really liked him. He was like my favorite part of the movie, I think. He reminded me a lot of JonTron for some reason, but like. <laughs> That's interesting. I was, I was just, I was just gonna say, uh, I think this movie is very silly, but yeah, the funny, maybe not there, at least anymore. Yeah. I'm sure I would have been super into this as a child. I'm getting big <laughs> Probably. Vibes now. Yeah, I, I know that a lot of people talk pretty highly about this movie from what I've heard. People seem to think it's pretty hilarious, but it's definitely not there for me. I, I mm-hmm. definitely think I agree with Tanner in that this is probably a movie best suited for, like, younger folks. I will say, I will say... I almost kind of think that this movie... Is intentionally not funny. No. Having Luke and Han be the same character might be better than having them as two separate characters. Was that supposed to be a knock at the writing of the original? No. No, They just... I I don't know. (laughs) I think they just didn't have, like, enough time to, like, really flesh out that many characters. Yeah. Yeah, For the sake of convenience. They did do a lot of meta jokes in the movie, which I thought was entertaining. You don't yeah. see a lot of, like, fourth wall breaking stuff in movies. And they did a lot of it, and I think they were pretty well done. Honestly, yeah. I feel like those jokes were probably my the most enjoyable for me. Funny. She doesn't look Druish. Yeah. Fucking that was my favorite big joke, fucking, probably. The big fucking Juno's job. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. This, this was definitely... Uh, I, I could definitely understand if like there's some hit piece written today where it's like... Spaceballs is anti-Semitic? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. They're writing that about fucking Oppenheimer because, you know, some Irish guy played Oppenheimer instead of a Jew. <laughs> yeah. You looked all shocked when you said Jew, Tanner. Like, maybe they were coming for you. Well, no. One of my one of my roommates just, like, started screaming for no reason, so... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But don't worry about it. 
<laughs> he heard you say Jew and he just couldn't take it. <laughs> yeah, he's freaking out. He's loading his gun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where is he? There's one in the house. <laughs> oh, no. In terms of the movie itself, does anyone else really have anything to say about it? Not really. Mm-mm. Jackson, how about you, dude? Not really. That was that was basically it. I'm getting a lot of uh oh vibes. I want. I want movie to see what wasn't you guys super funny. This. Dylan, go ahead and rate this movie no, an I'll, S. What's your rating? I'm not gonna rate yeah. it an S. I want to hear your guys's first. No, you go ahead and give yours rating first. Yeah, you you kept seeming like you wanted to. You seemed like you wanted to interject a lot with your positives of the movie. You didn't really get a lot of time to talk. Is there anything else you want to disagree with us about? I honestly had no no interjections. I just thought this movie was entertaining and funny. Okay, then what do you think you give it? What do what I think I would can... give it? Or what I am no, I what, going what to are give you it? giving it? Yeah, there we go. How does it compare uh, to other comedies? I don't know. I, they, I, I don't compare them to other comedies. Uh, I'm giving Spaceballs an A+. Okay. Jesus. One off an S. Close enough. I'm giving this movie a, uh, a C, honestly. Damn. I'm giving could, it a probably, C as well. Understandable. Yeah, Jesus I could have dipped into D, but I think a C is fair. I think it definitely does enough funny that it's worthwhile as a comedy, but it's pretty average overall. Write us out, Nico. What are you thinking? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to like double check a couple of ratings here real quick, but I'm thinking... Yeah, I'm thinking D plus for me. Jesus this movie was not very good. I, I really didn't get really anything out of it, I would say. There are so many people I've talked to who have very differing opinions to this. Oh, I know people it, like this movie. I also think those people haven't watched it in, like, many years, so... True. Yeah, the, la- the last time I watched this was when I was, like, a very small child. Probably in elementary school or early middle school at, like, some gotcha. fucking sleepover. Gotcha. <laughs> Anyways, that puts us at a C plus. Okay. Which, honestly, is pretty fair from what our, our rankings say. That's okay. Uh, let's, yeah. Let's go into our next movie, then. Uh, Tanner's pick of the week. The one and only uh, 1986's The Fly. 1986 The Fly. I guess I'll give the plot on this one. Yeah, lay um, it out for us. Do we watch the right version? I assume you watched the one I had in Plex. <laughs> no, I watched... Uh, how did I watch it? I think I watched it through, like, HBO Max or something. What's it, the 1986 film? I guess we'll figure yeah, it out by... It's the okay. one with Jeff Goldblum in it. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah, it's um, the one that everyone knows. Yeah, so uh, we've got Jeff Goldblum, and he's trying to get laid. So uh, he takes this lady back to his lab, and he shows off, Hey, I've got a teleporter. Isn't that cool as fuck? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to tell everyone. And he's like, well, let's not do that. <laughs> uh and then he he convinces her to not, like, just expose his invention by being like, nah, listen, you can write a book, you can follow me around, this, that, and the other. They end up falling in love. Uh, the problem with the teleporter is he hasn't figured out how to transmit organic matter yet. Uh, and then after getting laid, he finally figures it out, because that's what Zero Pussy does to a motherfucker. <laughs> So he plugs in some boop boop bops into the computer and he successfully teleports a monkey. The first monkey he teleported, he fucking eviscerated, but that's beside the point. Um, And then she goes off to confront her ex-boyfriend, who is also her boss, which isn't awkward at all. Also, Mm -hmm. that guy breaks into her house at one point, (laughs) which was funny. He has a key. It's still breaking in if she doesn't (laughs) want you there. Um, I guess so. And so Jeff Goldblum gets drunk and he's angry, and so he decides to just do his fucking teleporter. But there's a fly in the teleporter! (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. And he teleports with the fly, and then the fly disappears. And then 
you know, we find out, oh, the machine combined him and the fly and he starts transforming. He's slowly turning into a weird fly human hybrid thing and he's losing his mind. He's going fucking crazy. He's like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm turning into a higher being, blah, 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 blah. And he's going crazy and then he tries kidnapping her and he gets her pregnant and he's like, no, you got to have the baby. And then the boss shoots him and there's this big fight. And then finally they throw him in the teleporter. He combines with another teleporter and then they they mercy kill him by shooting him in the head. No, And it immediately ends afterward. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna instantly. I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> say good. I didn't like the ending, uh, and then what? for me- well, hold on, let me finish my thought here. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the sudden ending. I was like, surely, because they they expanded so much on the pregnancy thing. Like, surely they have to do something with that, and they didn't. And I was like, all right, you just ended a movie very abruptly for no reason, and then for meta reasons, uh, there is a second movie. So I think they ended this movie with the intention of knowing they were making a second one, no, and they I already don't knew. Think. There's no way you end a movie like that and don't already have an idea for something that's going to come afterwards. I completely I mean, we disagree. Can, we can just assume she's going to get an abortion. That's what she was planning on doing anyways. And the yeah. whole point of the movie was to follow Jeff Goldblum, so I don't really know why we'd care about anything else. I think it yeah. ended fine, personally. Yeah, I think the abrupt ending actually works quite well for the fucking horror we would not, not all the Not all the loops were, were tied down, man. That's all I'm saying. But I will say yeah. the, the card art or whatever you want to say, the movie, the box cover art, for the next movie is in fact a child standing in front of a teleporter. So yeah, that, that's. But like, I, that's I don't why think, I think they. I don't think they made this with the intention of make. Like I don't think they knew they were going to make a sequel after this. The only reason I put that together is because I saw that box art. So like I. I don't. I don't know. It seems too convenient. I do actually have a criticism about the ending itself. Um, what's up with him? Like, I guess I have to like suspend my disbelief for a second, but like. With the three, he's got, like, he created another chamber for the teleportation. He, like, converted the teleporting thing to a gene splicer. It was already a gene splicer, so I don't know why he did that in the first place. Um, but, okay. like, how does he even have the dexterity at this point to even fucking construct a machine like that? Like, the dude, like, could barely even use a fucking keyboard. Uh, and he, like, constructed a whole other fucking chamber. And also, No, same- he, had, he had all three chambers the whole time. Did he? He had all three chambers? I thought yeah, it only when he had two. Show- no, when he brought her home, the first thing he showed her is, oh, that's my prototype one. I built that first, but it's a bit clunky. Oh. And then he points out the other two. See, he said that. Uh. I only saw two. So, uh, but well, if it's a bit it, clunky, then I'd, I'd imagine he still has to do work on it. Then, well, I, if th- I think clunky, uh, clunky is just some stupid thing. So, regard, that, regardless, though, the thing was already a gene splicer, as we witnessed, with the fact that he literally combined himself with a fucking fly. So, yeah. why not just avoid hooking up this other? thing and complicating it all and just go into the machine with the chick at the same time i think i think that i think it's really just as simple as uh the teleporter is too small for them to both fit into one at the same time that's fair i definitely i definitely see that but i don't know from my perspective it kind of just looks like they didn't they just wanted an excuse to have a like a better way out for the woman um because Mm -hmm. obviously the the solution to their problem was just you know, disconnect the machine she was on by shooting the wires, and mm-hmm. that stops the process from happening. Um, it just seemed like they wanted, ex- you know, an excuse to use that ending or that way out of it. They couldn't see a, a way out of that situation without writing it that way. It just, yeah. it just, I don't know. It felt clunky to me. Is how I interpreted it when I was watching. And it, yeah, I agree. Not, that not, is, I agree. That is why they set it up like that. But I don't, I don't really think it's clunky. I think it's. They, but there probably is a version of this script where they do only have the two teleporters, and then they get to that scene and they're like, "Okay, how do we, 
Because I feel like the the scene trying to get the woman out of it would look clunkier if they're uh, if he is trying to shove them both in the same pod. So they're like, oh, what if frankly, we just? I, frankly, I think the horror element would have worked a lot better. If she's in mm. the fucking pod with the dude as he's like, you know, fucking falling apart and actually turning into a horrible ant monster, and they're like stuck in this mm-hmm. super enclosed space with each other. That sounds fucking horrifying, and I think that would have worked a lot better, at least for me. But then they wouldn't have got the teleporter ending, like him being fused with it. I don't think. Yeah, exactly, which is why I'm saying that they did that whole setup with the three machines so that they could have that ending. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as far as, like, be able, being able to construct... If the third one was constructed at the end and him not having the dexterity... It, it uh, wasn't. I'm telling you, it was no, there the whole time. This is I know. It still, re- still requires work, though. But what Great. I'm saying is, what he said in the beginning of the movie was, like, he didn't really do any of the work. What he does is he gets parts sent in to him from other places, which still requires dexterity, but a majority of, like, the big work, I guess, is done, so it's kind of like a collect and assemble Yeah, it seems like thing. he's doing a lot of, like, the programming stuff, I guess. I mean, he still had, like, fingers, you know, like, Kinda, I'm yeah. not saying he was working very fast, but he could, we saw him a couple yeah. times being like, we also, I guess we also don't necessarily know how long of a time skip it was, because they don't yeah. really go into depth on how long everything is. It seems like it was a reasonably long time between when he first starts, trans, like, really, really transforming and when she, like, goes back to see him again. Well, hmm. didn't they say, like, four weeks or something? Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like it can't be any more than like probably two months. I would assume. I'm pretty like, sure. I'm pretty sure he specifically in the note he sent her. I'm pretty sure he specifically said the reason I haven't seen you for four weeks or whatever is this, that, or the other, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, can we talk about the real just real quick the the reason this movie was made? Sure. Yeah. Which is the effects, the creature effects, the monster effects, the rotting skin, the fucking transformation. It was good. I thought it was good. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah, like, almost good. almost mm. the thing level, if not maybe... Oh, yeah. So, you know, obviously, um, it, it accelerates throughout the movie. It's like, I like how they don't point out, you know, the way his skin is changing before they do it. Like, we, as the audience, are like, he's looking kind of fucked up. And then she points it out. I like that we get to be like, huh, something's off here before the movie, like, spells it out for you. Yeah. Um... The, you know, the fucking, the way his teeth are changing and, like, growing the hair and all this. And then, you know, that final transformation where it's just, like, basically Chumps his human parts off. just schlepping off of him. That was cool yeah. as fuck. That looks so sick. It was so gross. I almost could not handle that scene. It was almost too much for me. Yeah, so, uh, counterpoint there, Tanner. Um, ew, body horror. <laughs> ew, gross. Ugh. I, feel like I don't want to see that. He's pulling his nails out. Oh. I feel like they accomplished their goal in doing that, though, if your reaction mm-hmm. was that. True. That's why I don't base these Gross! horror movies off that anymore. Ew! I don't like it. Ew! Well, I used to rank these kinds of movies lower because of that, but then I made the realization that was their intention, so if anything, the, mm-hmm. the ranking should go up because of it. Intention does not make it fine, Dylan. Are you saying that's bad? No, I, I'm fine. I'm totally fine with the body okay. horror in this. I'm just Boy. saying. You know, okay. We need to put this idea that intention equals good under the bus, okay? I think it depends on the context. In the in the context of, like, this is a horror situation and it's body horror, like you were saying, I think intentionality in this scenario is very good. Anyways. You know what was the scariest scene for me? Which one? Hmm. It was when it was when she was giving birth because I oh. I didn't realize I didn't realize that was like a like a dream at first yeah uh, and then the thing pops out of her and, it's, uh, and dude that legitimately made me be like oh what the fuck I don't like that at all yeah well and then they're that like there's another one in there and I'm like there can't be another one in there if that thing was that big come on 
Did they say that? I don't even. They said that that was that. a line. I, I'm pretty sure it was a line in there. I don't. If anybody else remembers, and they said like there's more in there or something yeah, like that. Yeah, oh. something like that. So, yeah, yeah. I was also expecting something smaller, not like a whole ass larva, you know. <laughs> but I had a thought. Nico was the girl haunt. Yeah, she was all right. I okay. dug her a decent bit. Um. Jackson oh. said she looked a lot like Winona Ryder, which I personally don't agree with. So she looked, <laughs> to me, she looked like a grown-up version of her, just like with like the hair and the outfits and stuff, specifically like how she was presented in Heather's. I I'd think as was just the style at the time. Yeah, yeah, probably. True. Were uh, the, were the, did these come out in the same year, 86? I don't know. Or no, no, Heather's, Heather's was, was 89. Or, what? No, no he- it was in I the think 90s. Heather's was 89. No, it was the 80s. No, it was 88. But yeah, oh, no, they're, okay. very, they're very close. In, okay. Anyway. Um, I like the plot. I like the way how it is, like, you know, once he comes out of the machine, you can kind of tell, they kind of get him to start acting like a fly, where he's super hyperactive, he's fucking, like, all over the place, he's getting, Mm -hmm. he's, like, clearly losing it, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, the sugar and the fucking throwing up on his food. He also goes through this weird phase of, like, oh, I feel great, oh, I feel great, I want other people to be like this which is like oh i need to mm-hmm. figure out a way to change myself i think the reason he quickly gets away from this is like i need to find a way to go back and he like puts it the computer like how do i become normal and he's like you need normal like splices of human dna like living human dna and he he knew he couldn't do that without you know committing murder and then he all, mm-hmm. then he converts back to like i need to like accelerate the process and then at the bare end he's like oh then we could be a superhuman me you and the child will be three in one ultimate family um, it was kind of... What do you think that would have looked like? I don't want to imagine, honestly. I was, I was yeah, thinking of an good. amalgamation. I was um, I was reimagining the thing, basically. <laughs> um, I think his multiple trips through the teleporter, though, accelerated the process. Because the first time he became, like, this superhuman kind of person, I think he was, like, okay. Like, I'm sure it was still, like, deteriorating him slowly. But I think when he went through the teleporter, probably, like, two or three more times, like, once we saw, and then, like, a couple more times off screen. I think that's really when the, like, the process accelerated. Because he was kind of mm. fine the first time. So Maybe, yeah. Maybe he would have been okay if he just went through the one time. That might make but, sense. Uh, uh, I like how he starts calling himself Brundlefly. That was yeah, pretty that was, funny. That was almost a cringe moment for me, not gonna lie. I thought that wouldn't stick, and they stuck it through the rest of the movie. I was like, alright, we're here now. That's just because you don't like the name Brundle. I don't think that's the reason. That's too but... Jewish for Dylan. That's definitely not the reason. Dylan's one of those fucking Spaceballs writers. <laughs> What's up with the fucking creepy, creepy weirdo dude? Kind of, kind of turned into the goat at the end. Like he's been like just some fucking weirdo trying to get into her pants the whole time, and then suddenly he's fucking the guy that saves her ass, and he's like super cool in the very end. Weird. I don't know weird how they portrayed that change. Yeah, it was an interesting script choice. I, I didn't quite yeah. understand it myself. It's, I think that's just kind of the way the 80s wrote relationships between men and women. They're like, yeah, he's a pervert, but he's fucking obsessed with her, so... <laughs> Whatever works, my guy, I guess. Also, yeah, it's I wasn't kind of a like, big fan of that either. Yeah, and it's also kind of like, oh, women are so emotional and they're crazy, they'd fall in love with this fucking fly dude. <laughs> <laughs> we need a clear-headed man to know he's gotta blow his fucking head off. <laughs> Yo, is that random chick he fucked uh, pregnant with his fly babies now? Probably. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe that's what the sequel's about. I'm shocked his sperm is functional. That's what I was thinking, too, you know? And carrying fly DNA in them. Wait, actually, I guess they never confirmed that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they fucked fucked 
prior to yeah him turning into a fly as well. That's exactly True, what yeah. I was gonna say. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, she was so worried about having fly babies, but she, I think she forgets the time they had sex before. Yeah, she forgets how much of a whore she is. Huh. Yeah. Why does he like turn into a fucking cripple mid transformation? It's like he's like some fucking superhuman, and then the next time she sees him, he's some fucking like crippled old man that can barely walk without a cane. And then the next time she sees him, he's climbing on the goddamn walls. <laughs> His body like needed to adjust. It was probably mm-hmm. like some kind of metamorphosis where like his human body was the chrysalis and then on the inside it was forming the fly body. Probably, I would yeah. imagine. Dude, that scene when she fucking like, he's like cr- trying to grab her and she like goes in his mouth and then it rips his jaw off. That oh, was got fucking, it. Oh, yeah, that was pretty rough. Yikes. Yee. Hated that. The only way that would be worse if they had, like, his tongue hanging out the bomb. They didn't go that far. Or, like, well, have a, a proboscis unfurl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. That oh, That would have been gross as fuck. That would have been crazy. This movie definitely did um, a good job of what it did. Yeah, my only note that I have written down is, uh, Jesus. <laughs> Fair. Was that when you saw the side boob action going on? Uh, I don't think so. I don't hmm. think I know what you're talking about. Dylan didn't watch the movie. I did watch the movie. What part did that happen? <laughs> your eye didn't pop out your head. You're like, oh, I think ooga, we, I think ooga. we, I think we very clearly discussed the difference between what I see versus what you guys see. Mm-hmm. Dylan he doesn't away. see gender or color. He was bashful. Uh, anyway. Do we have any other thoughts on this movie? Not really. Okay. No. Well, then I'll go 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 ahead and go first. I thought this movie was very good. It's an effective horror movie. Uh, there are a mm-hmm. few nitpicks here and there. Uh, I'm going to go A+. Plus. Nice. Ooh, A+, plus, you say A+. Plus. I'm thinking more so... Uh, let's go B. B feels good to me. Huh. B for Brundlefly. Yeah, B for Brundlefly. I'm glad you said B, because that's also the exact rank that I gave it. There Whoa. we go. No way. I, I, was, I was just wasn't super sold about like, the, the general plot. It seemed like a... I don't, I don't know, I'm not going to go into it. Dan, will give you give your ranking. Uh, I'm going to give this movie an A-. Nice. Pretty good movie overall, I think. And that yeah. lets us add an A-, actually. Let's Whoa. go! I strategically formulate my rankings because I know what you guys are going to say before you say it. True, he's farming green check marks, he's farming them. <laughs> Anyways, let's go on to a movie that is about to blow the rest of these movies we've watched this week out of the fucking water. This was Yikes. some peak here. I'm talking, of course, about 1987's Wicked City. Yeah, oh, uh, this was some Kino shit right here. Yeah, so let me preface this by saying for the audience that okay. I watched some fucking, like, 10-second meme video. <laughs> um, and that was the whole reason I picked this initially <laughs> i didn't know anything else about it um and that's that's literally all it's just that 10 second meme video i was like this looks funny i'll add it to my list why not yeah the meme video was like some dude staring at a camera yelling you guys gotta go watch Whip- wicked city it's a hentai where women get raped constantly it's crazy you gotta check it out and that Wait, just yes. really got jackson interested I mean, that's I pretty asked- much it i was like hell yeah i love sexual assault <laughs> i asked jackson if this was a hentai and he said no it's not. There we Anyways, go. let me let me go into the basic plot of this movie. That being that uh, we've got a uh, fucking dark guard as our main protagonist. Apparently, they they live in like some world where there's also like a dark world with demons or something that occupy it as well. Um, the dark you know, world it's, it's is a, very ill-defined. 
it yeah, is. they don't really go into it very much. They don't really. We don't know how many people of the Dark World there are. Like with the Resistance thing, I haven't obviously I haven't got to the plot yet. Like with the Resistance or where thing, it is. Yeah, they're like very little people. How do they get there? Who cares? But yeah, basically we we've, we've got the Dark World. We've got our main protagonist who is supposed to like I don't know combat people coming from the Dark World into the human world or something. We don't really even know specifically what his job is. But his job throughout the movie is to partner up with a uh, a woman from the Dark World. Um, to protect some, like, leader guy who is supposed to help unify the two worlds, basically, in some treaty signing. And we have people from the resistance of the Dark World that are trying to thwart their efforts. Um, you know, they're attempting to kill the the guy or whatever. But then we later find out that, in fact, uh, the man, the woman, the two Dark Guards are protecting him were, in fact, actually the... Uh, the thing that was going to bring peace to them because they're the two that are compatible with birthing a child or something and that child is going to help stop the fucking, I don't know, it's gonna it's just gonna, somehow this child is gonna help them stop the fucking war or something between the dark world and the regular world uh, the movie ends with them fucking in a church and then fighting <laughs> the bad guy that, like, got the fucking girl gang raped at some point past lover this chick has a lot of like really fucked up past lovers or something yeah like she gets she gets raped by two of them in this movie it's pretty fucked up uh a lot of sexual assault uh and then the girl is like super powered in the end because she has a fucking baby of you know a human and a dark worlder and she like just one shots the guy and then the movie ends uh (laughs) this shit was a trip absolutely asinine crazy watch there's so much fucking sexual assault uh it's it's that's real. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I'd almost I say too much. I, it's way too much. Absolutely, <laughs> way too much. But Tanner would only say almost. It's getting <laughs> yeah. there, but not quite. Maybe I one think, or two more scenes would have put it over. I, I think the shots of uh, like the tongue going down her throat—that's when it crossed the line. Yeah, no, that was just straight up. They're showing this because it, they think it's hot, not because it's supposed to be doing anything. Because nothing really yeah, happens no. of it I doing think, that. I think one time was enough for me. Yeah, this yeah, poor definitely. woman gets raped like three or four times or something throughout this movie. It's really yeah. absurd. Yeah. Uh, it's it's way too much. Um, the also, Japanese watched, love that stuff, though. Yeah. We also did watch this in the English dub. That was just the only... Torn I can find where it's the first it's the first one I found. The English that was absolute ass. The fucking voice acting was trash. This is also like some eighties anime adaptation though, so I'm not that surprised, but I'm I'm curious. I don't think it really would have changed much with better voice acting, because the plot was ridiculous and the writing was horrible. But uh yeah, the voice acting definitely didn't help. It was it was pretty funny at times, just how fucking bad and monotone everybody Yeah, sounds. It was super <laughs> monotone for sure. Uh and, uh why do they always make the guy who voice acts Roshi some kind of old man pervert? Why is he always oh, the same? Elderly perverts are just really common in Japan, Dylan. But why does it have that, to be Master Roshi? <laughs> yeah, like I felt in, like I felt insanely out of place the entire movie as well. Like everything is like hyper serious, and then we have this one fucking old dickbag that's just like a complete horn dog just wants to fuck everybody. <laughs> He's also like the guy that's supposed to help, you know, save and protect him this whole time, and then he goes and gets fucking caught in some random trap from the Resistance. Like, he's doing a horrible job. Like, he could have just fucked it all up there because he was horny. Yeah. Uh, And then, like, the reveal of him being the guy that was shooting the lightning um, this whole time and protecting them is completely fucking retarded, too. Yeah, it's It's really really dumb. There are a lot of plot holes associated with that reveal. 
This movie does not have a lot going for it. I'm going to be completely honest. I think the art style is kind of cool, but the animation is really bad most of the time. It's like stop motion. Um, there was definitely a couple of cool shots. Um, I like the monster designs and the powers and the idea from the Dark World is kind of cool. But it's just really not expanded upon, and it kind of just seems pointless in the end. <laughs> like, this movie, I think, was... Dare I say, fun to watch minus sexual assault stuff, but <laughs> the plot is the plot is fucking stupid. The characters are stupid. Uh, the animation, the voice acting is all really bad. That's basically all I have to say about it, to be honest. But like you know, it's from that era of anime where it has a decent amount of charm to it. Yeah, I'm gonna Go be honest. I actually really liked this one. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm fucking. I'm going hard on it, dude. What'd you like about it? Yeah, you know, I, ju- I I do like the world. I thought the world was cool where it is, even though we don't know anything about it. It's like, uh, we got this dark world chick and this guy, and they're fucking badasses. I liked his gun. His gun was cool. I thought the action scenes were really engaging. I wish there were more. Frankly, like, take out, cut the sex scenes in half and replace that with action scenes, and I would have been very happy. Um... Like, dude, the fact that, like, he shoots his gun, it has so much blowback that he's getting, like, fucking breaking through a concrete wall. That was cool as fuck. And they kept Um, it consistent throughout the movie, too. Like, it's not just, like, the one time. It's, like, even if he shoots it off screen, when it cuts back to him after shooting the gun, he's still in a wall. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that gun, I actually have another thing that I want to talk about with it. It's, like, this is, like, the fucking super weapon against the Dark Worlders. This shit blows them apart. Uh, One shots a lot, like, the peon guys and leaves the other guys in really bad states if they get shot. And initially, when we're shown this weapon, I thought it was, like, I don't know, a really low mag or something, or he just wanted to preserve bullets. Because he really just isn't taking shots that he could have. Like, there's plenty of moments where he could have taken a shot and he just doesn't. Or, you know, we could have simplified an engagement if he just shot the fucking thing instead of mm. just aiming it relentlessly and never shooting, like, because he's a fucking pussy, I guess. But then, like, in the fight scene where, you know, he's got his fucking girl getting gang raped and he's got the fucking vagina shaking the, the spike dude, he's taking shots like crazy, blast them with fucking insane precision. Why wasn't he doing this the whole fucking time? Like, it he didn't have motivation. <laughs> What do you mean? His, his life was on the line. He almost died at the airport and the, the fucking chick didn't save him. He had to save his whammon. <laughs> he mm. could have saved... He was going to fucking die to look My man point. is down bad, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. You're acting like I have a valid argument. Yeah, Jackson, like a, the guy was getting cucked at that moment. You think he's just going <laughs> to stand by and take it? Regardless, the dude like has a fucking Excalibur level weapon, basically. And he like never fucking uses it when he needs to. Only when the plot is... It's convenient for the plot at that moment. Uh, not a huge fan of that. But yeah, go on, Tanner. No, that was kind of it. Did you guys <laughs> okay. like that little homage to the thing? Like that head that j- just straight up was exactly like the little head from the thing? Yeah, where it scurries away, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I, honestly the, the fly is pretty similar to the thing with the... Uh, you know, the effects and stuff. But this movie is also pretty similar to the the thing. And just, like, the monster designs. Specifically, like, the parasite, when it fucking just, you know, becomes massive all of a sudden. That definitely gave me some, uh, some thing vibes. I guess. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Any closing thoughts? No. Alright, I'm gonna lead us off here with a fucking groundbreaking ranking of F+. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you Jesus. really didn't like this one. It really, the the plot is all over the place in garbage. The fucking characters are garbage. The animation's pretty garbage. Uh, the voice acting's garbage. There really doesn't isn't a lot going for this movie. I'm, I'm giving it points because 
I think like the the world building and stuff is pretty solid over around. It really intrigued me with that way. And some of the art can be cool and like the stills. But other than that, there really isn't a lot going for this movie for me, even though I found it entertaining. I guess, I guess since I'm probably the most positive, I'll go next. Uh, yeah, you know, I was just thoroughly entertained throughout this whole movie. I feel like it's paced very well. I feel like it has a very cool style. It's very stylistic. It's got a... A lot of attitude or something, you know? It does have that, like, cool 80s, like, noir kind of mm -hmm. aesthetic, which I could appreciate. Yeah. Uh, So I'm giving it an A. Damn. There we go. We're taking this very different ways. Perhaps this will be our most divisive film yet. Yeah, I'm definitely leaning more towards Jackson's area here. Uh, I'm going to give it a D. Damn. What about you, Dylan? Did you like all the sexual assault? (laughs) No. very much the opposite um no i i agree with tan i think this movie had a lot of charm uh i think i didn't enjoy the monotone voice acting in the beginning it got very old but more midway to the end of the movie i thought it was it had its own charm and you know it's aesthetic and everything and the acting scenes and all that so i, I agree with a lot what tanner said so overall i'm going to give this movie a b minus i also enjoyed this movie dylan's into cnc <laughs> i don't know what that is i i will again say I don't think this is, like, a bad watch. It was definitely entertaining, to say the least. But, yeah, there's just a lot that was wrong with it for me. Okay. And that does, in fact, put it at a C. That's mm. fun. All right. Seems about appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Nico, lay us on to your pick and the final one for this week. My pick? Yeah. Boys. Is yeah. it that time again? I hope it not. is, apparently. Yayo, yayo, men. This week, we watched One Piece Movie 6 in the island of Baron Amaterasu, or whatever the fuck it's called. I'm not entirely sure. I don't have it in front of me right now. So this film is about the One Piece pirates, the Straw Hat crew, boys. Our main characters, we got Luffy, we got the rest of them. I'm not going to name them all. So they're <laughs> ready to go on a vacation. They've, they've had a rough run of it recently. They're just ready to kick back and go to a big island where they can do a bunch of fun shit. So they stumble upon this uh, flyer that uh, leads them to an island in which all of their wildest dreams can come true. However, in order to enjoy all those amenities, they first must undergo the punishment of hell or whatever, the ordeal of hell, the gauntlet of hell, whatever they call it. And that is to catch a big old goldfish. And it's pretty tough. Uh, It's really letting them have it. But in the end, they're able to catch that goldfish. However, things aren't what they seem, okay, boys? Because it doesn't stop at just the goldfish. Next, they need to play ring toss. And after that, they need to do some target practice or some bullshit. What? What? And things are seeming just fine on this island. Things are seeming all fine and dandy. Until we realize that, hang on a moment here. Some of our Straw Hat crew are starting to go missing. That's awfully strange. Also, like, uh, this Baron guy, he's kind of a freak, okay? He's a bit of a weirdo. He's being all mysterious in the shadows and shit like that. That's a little odd, isn't it? And slowly, we start to uncover the fact that, oh, um, this guy is apparently the only member of his crew who's actually still alive. The rest of his crew are all, like, plants, apparently. And he's feeding all the people who come to his island to a big fucking plant monster that's keeping the, the memories of his people alive. And that's a no good. And so what happens, gang? What happens because of that? Uh, all of the Straw Hats fucking died to this big old plant except for Luffy. He has to watch as all of his friends and family are devoured before his very eyes. But in the end, he's not just going to give up so easily. He's going to fucking beat them down and he's going to save the day in the end, okay? Regardless of whether or not his uh, teammates are dead. 
dead right now, okay? Because he's going to do it for their memory, boys. But in the end, he defeats the Baron, and because of that, all of his friends and family are saved, okay? Not his family, just his friends. And then they'll live happily ever after. The end. Let's be real, the dad's the one that saved the day, not Luffy. Yeah, Luffy actually didn't do much to save the day. <laughs> yeah, he got <laughs> That's, shot and fucked I mean, he, listen, A for effort. He gave it his all... He didn't really accomplish anything. In That's fact, he was stand- about to fucking die. <laughs> That's in standard One Piece fashion, actually. Really? Yeah, I've noticed yeah. in a lot of these where he's like, his power is supposed to be cool, like the 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 star for the devil fruits or whatever. Uh, they're supposed to give these pirates uh, supernatural powers. It just really seems like all of the other devil fruits are way better than Luffy's, and his actually sucks, and he always ends up drowning before he can swim. No pun intended. That's kind of the point, Dylan. That's dumb. I hate it. The point is that his powers are terrible. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, because it makes uh, him overcoming these challenges even more impressive, you know? And it's all about how the different ways that Luffy is able to utilize his power to overcome these obstacles and make it interesting, you know? But but how did he overcome the obstacle with his power in this movie? He didn't. Exactly. When do we get to see... uh, I've had very little exposure to One Piece, but when do we get to see a movie where he can make himself buff? I want to see that. Yeah, I remember that. That's like, yeah. That looks cool. I want to see that. Uncertain. Okay. How many One Piece movies are there? Um. Oh God. Good question. I'm not entirely sure about that one. Anyway, about every hundred episodes, and there'd be like eleven. <laughs> yeah, there. I'm pretty sure there are double digits at this point. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Anyways, this one is much, much, much better than the last one. Oh, oh significantly so. Leagues ahead. Fun fact, by the way, this is our third movie directed by the same man, okay? This guy yeah. also made uh, was the director behind Wolf Children, as well as the Digimon movie. I like Whoa. Wolf Children. Yeah, My Goat, Mamoru Hosoda. It was really funny. I was looking at the intro of this movie, and I'm like, this looks like a Mamoru Hosoda film, just because of the art style and the general animation. And then his fucking name pops up. And the <laughs> I was like, I knew it! <laughs> yeah, Jackson screamed at the top of his lungs when he saw that name appear. Makes sense. I'm a really big fan of this guy's art style. I think... One of the honestly, other than like the plot, which I think is a lot, um, a lot better than the other movie. I'm just going to compare it to the other movie a lot. Is that the mm. art was so much better in this one? Oh, absolutely. The animation was, animation was super clean and fluid a lot of the time. Um, I think they implemented the CG pretty well for what it is too. Um, everything was really lively. Everything was super pretty the whole time. Big fan of the art. I've got no complaints on the art to be honest. I think it was honestly one of this movie's strongest suits. Yeah, I think the biggest point of improvement is that we have an actual villain that we actually give a fuck about this time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Especially once we actually like you know start figuring out what his sort of motivations are, and you're like, oh, okay, I get it. You should feed people to that eldritch monster. <laughs> if I can't have a pirate crew, nobody else can. Yeah, we get to see his fun little flower, that that cute little flower who's just, like, uh, making some mm-hmm. nice little gas throughout the whole movie. Like, it's just being all cute. It's, like, yelling things. And then it suddenly, like, you know, is a horrific monster. I thought that was real swell. Yeah. Until that I was the inspiration behind after. Undertale. True. <laughs> yeah, one thing I definitely appreciate about this movie a lot that I feel like the previous movie kind of lacked was that this one, we actually saw, like, each member of the Straw Hat Pirates, like, really get their moment to shine in the sun, you know? Less so Robin, because, you know, it's just kind of how she is. She doesn't do a whole lot generally, despite her being, like, you know, super strong or whatever. But they didn't really know how to use her at this time. So, like, you know, that's a little more, uh, you know, you can excuse that a bit more. She did the goldfish thing. That was pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. She did the goldfish thing. They would have lost. 
I like the cooking challenge. That was kind of cool. Right? That was really sweet. My boy Sanji was really getting in there. I love that guy. Big Sanji stan right here. Mm. Especially when the, the, the enemy chef, he, he like lost, and so he like falls to the ground on his knees, and he's like, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> right. That was some very good comedy right there. Yeah. We also had Hitler in this movie. He was cool. He did mm-hmm. a pretty good Hitler. job. He was a fun guy. Yeah. Doug Tunnels dressed like the real one. Yeah. Yes, sir. Still hiding down there. Yeah. <laughs> because underground network what, underneath Berlin. Was that family hinted to at all before they show up? Well, they show up, at, I mean, like, when they're, like, in that area where they're about to be sacrificed. Like, do we know anything? Like, do they just come out of nowhere? No, I mean, like, they, they fucking talk to Chopper before all that shit happens. Yeah, they're in the graveyard, but that was... And then I, I yeah, guess but we like, saw their uh, picnic. The graveyard is the first time we see them. We don't... Yeah. Okay. Is that a problem, Tanner? You got a problem with that? It's it's a it's the smallest of nitpicks. I feel like they do, they do just kind of come out of nowhere, and so we like very rapidly have to uh, develop some you know fucking care about them. You know. Yeah, my stick with this movie is I don't give a fuck about this family at all. To be completely honest, the dad's a fucking asshole. The kid. Or not? He's not an asshole, but he's just looking out for his family and nobody, mm. nobody else. He's selfish in nature, which is fine. I don't know um, if looking but, out for your family is selfish, but go off, King. Well, <laughs> I meant more like you know they're trying to like help other people, and he's saying like, "No, fuck you guys. You're not helping save them. We're getting the fuck out of here," kind of thing. Um, which e- even if it is like pure in nature, I still think it's selfish. Um, but regardless of that argument, I, yeah, I just don't give a fuck about this family at all. Uh, they come out like halfway throughout the movie. Um, they're the ones that like solve the issue in the end. You know, they're the one that like get Luffy to actually want to go back and continue this fight. They're the ones that do the final shot on the flower and finish off. I just don't really see the reason for that. I definitely would have preferred. Obviously, this is such again, Nico said this it might just be in the spirit of One Piece that this is doing it, and this might just be because I don't know shit about One Piece. But I feel like it would just would have been a lot better if Luffy was the one that, you know, took took the fight in his own hands, beat the fucking guy, and saved his friends, rather than just some random family I don't give a fuck about uh, doing most of the work in it. It just didn't hit nearly as hard with the ending for me. Especially, like, all the torment that Luffy went through to get to that point, you know, getting fucking shot there, getting, like, beat down and told all his friends are fucking dead. I think it would have been cool to see him, like, overcome that uh, and fight him in the end. That's just me, though. But the father needed his redemption, Jackson. He could have not been in this fucking movie, and I don't think things would have been that different, to be honest. They just would have had to find a different reason for Luffy to want to continue after knowing his friends were potentially dead. He could have been the one to fucking hear it himself. He could have felt their presence or something, some anime bullshit. Also, <laughs> were, were the Baron's arrows some kind of magic or something? Yeah, it looked like that was devil fruit power. Okay, because I was about to say, like, Luffy can definitely reflect things, and I don't know why he just wasn't reflecting these arrows. They were really, for whatever reason, the bane of his existence. Uh, well, they're arrows. Like, they're, like, pointed. It doesn't matter. Luffy don't do good with piercing. Why did the arrows have, like, heat seeking his ass, too, during the final fight as well? They're just, like, hitting the fucking ground instead of falling like they were doing previously. Because, like, the other ones were, like, when he was first getting shot by them, were, like, breaking through breaking through all sorts of shit and not getting destroyed, like, hunting him down. But, like, the other ones in the final fight were just... Just shoot him and exploding instead of, you know, you could... Like, he was pinpoint accuracy with him, and then he starts just fucking whiffing on him when he has these heat-seeking arrows. How is this possible? Uh, Luffy's just too good for him, dude. He he learned a thing or two in the time away. He figured out how to dodge him, dude. Okay. Yeah. 
I really have nothing. I really have no defense for that, Jackson. There, there isn't much of a reason. <laughs> I just think it's convenient that all other devil fruits are perfect, like overpowered to counter to Luffy. Yet Luffy can't counter or overpower any of them. Wait, do you really think that the captain had a had a devil fruit? They yeah, I'm assuming he it. did. He was fucking making it, arrows out of nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were I kind of. I kind of assume not because when he saw, you know, that they had devil fruit powers, he's like, "What?" Yeah, he did seem shocked that they had devil fruit powers. That's also why I didn't. think Well, he they're had super one, rare. But, is the thing. Yeah, but usually, if like if the enemy or whatever, if somebody has a devil fruit power, it's at least mentioned, maybe not explained, but it's like, oh, oh I got the devil fruit of Buka Buka or whatever. I got uh, the arrow arrow fruit. Yeah, that's that, can make cool. arrows. <laughs> It's never explained, so it's unclear whether or not he has the devil fruit or not. I mean, magic doesn't exactly exist in this world, so like you know, I mean, they don't. True. It doesn't. No, magic isn't really a part of one piece. What the at fuck all. is the plant thing then? Uh, that's just like you know. Oh, okay. So like, people themselves don't really have magic, but like you know, there what? will still be magical weird shit happening. Like okay. chopper. Is it ramen basically, or Robin basically magic? No, she has a devil fruit as well. So it's chopper. But- yeah. So a reindeer ate a devil fruit? Yeah, he ate yeah. the human-human fruit. Oh. Did he? Is yeah. that actual? That's a yeah. thing? You're yeah. saying that's for... That, that okay. also explains a super strength? Yeah, it's a whole thing. I'm not going into like that right now, there, okay? <laughs> can I just do one question then? Sure. Does oh. that mean there is a human-human tree growing many human-human fruits? No, uh, each uh, devil fruit is unique. Okay. Yeah. Do they each come from one tree? No, uh, we have no, we still have no idea where devil fruits come from or how they're made. When someone okay. dies with a devil fruit, actually, it's transferred to like some other random fruit in the area. Ah, I was gonna, that yeah. actually answers my question. I was gonna ask later. Good what? stuff. Yeah, devil okay. fruits are weird. We still don't fully understand them. However, Tanner, I will say that the type of fucking devil fruit that Chopper has, they do have like different variants to them, basically. And so there are other human human fruits, but they're like. Very different. So there's, like, one guy who's, like, the human-human fruit type of Buddha. So he's, like, a fucking god or whatever. It's weird, okay? It's oh, weird. Okay. Don't worry okay. about it too much. So don't worry about it too much. I won't worry about it. I'm not even thinking about it. I've got, another, I've got another criticism with this. And this, again, this is a pretty minor one, honestly. But it's just, like, how easily the crew start fucking hating each other. This, again, this just could be coming from my ignorance with One Piece. Maybe this is just how these characters act. But, like, they really just, like, got on each other's nerves super fucking easily. And, of course, that's kind of leaning into what the movie was trying to say. These people are really good at this. They've been doing it for a while. Like, that's their whole purpose is to try to split these people up. But, like, it happened so quickly. It was, like, one fucking competition and everybody fucking hates each other all of a sudden. What's up with that? Like, they could have just, like, talked it out. Fucking, the guy could have... Usopp could have just been like, yeah, no, the fucking... Thing grabbed me and maybe fly off. I don't know what happened. And then Nami could have been like, oh, that sucks anyways, and it's not an issue anymore. But they just don't communicate at all. They just fucking ignore each other. Again, that could just be, like, what these how these characters act normally. But it was really weird seeing it from, like, my perspective. Because, like, these are such easily resolved situations, and they just don't even try. And they're supposed to be, like, these, like, good friends that are, like, fucking crewmates, I would assume. Yeah, they generally are. But I definitely think that that was, like, you know, part of the whole shtick going on there. That these people were definitely trying to split them up. I just think that, you know, it happened too easily. That's just from my perspective. That was the criticism. 
yeah. trying to present. I mean, like, they even acknowledge that in the film. They're like, huh, yeah, I, I don't know why that's bugging me so much. So I, I'm not entirely sure, dude. I'm There's not like entirely sure. like some powers that the plants are releasing pollen that's making them hate each other more or something. Potentially. That's what I was thinking when it was initially going on, but they don't really address it after that, so. Yeah, I thought I was going to, like... Honestly, I think the mystery aspect of this movie was pretty solid. Um, mm-hmm. Just, like, trying to figure out exactly what's happening. Because, like, as you get more information, this is, like, one of those movies where, like, they're giving you just enough that you can keep kind of theorizing what's happening, but not enough to, like, fully give you everything until they spill the beans. Because, um, like, I, my interpretation of what was going on just kept changing constantly throughout the movie, uh, which was fun. You know, it's a fun watching experience because of that. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. However, I will say, one criticism I do have for this movie in particular... Um, not enough Robin. Let's let's get our girl in there a little bit more, okay? I I feel like she could have done a little bit extra in the film, you know? I'm you sur- feel I'm me, sur- guys? I, yeah, you really talked her up about being, like, some fucking omnipotent god, basically, <laughs> with how you were describing her to me previously, and then she got fucking jobbed off screen. Like, it was funny how easily she got fucking taken down. Just one shot, she's out as she's doing her investigation. Yeah, it's really strange. Well, does anyone else have anything you'd like to say about the film? Nah, I don't think so. No? Tanner, do you have any more questions about One Piece that could impact your rating of the film? No, I don't. Fantastic. Alright, well, I'll kick off the ratings then, I suppose. I'm gonna go ahead and give this film an A. I really enjoyed it a lot. Now, I will say, this discussion here, you know, putting all the thoughts on the table, it actually did get me to raise my rating, and I am also giving it an A. Hot damn. Ah. What was I was at a B plus before. Jesus. No, Nico. Tanner, thank God you said B+, because that's what I gave it a B+. Uh. <laughs> I still think it was a really solid film. I enjoyed it. And Dylan, where are you going with it? I'll give it a B. Hmm. Why, Dylan? Why? <laughs> it was entertaining enough. Regardless, mm-hmm. that puts it at a solid A-, uh, meaning it's tied for the fly as the best movie of the week. Holy Ooh. shit. Wow. Probably deserves higher, but say la vie. Well, Speaking of deserving higher... Yeah. Dylan. What's up? You want to tell Jackson to roll the Patreon? Jackson, roll the Patreon! Oh, thanks. I'd love to, Dylan. Let me roll the Patreon. I hope it doesn't break. Hey. You say that every hey, time. Hey, it didn't break. We're watching Pandorum 2009. This guy yeah, is terminally, if he recommends a fucking movie, it gets picked almost immediately for some Congratulations, reason. Congratulations, Dread Pirate. Dread Pirate funny. Lucas every- Ledet is his name. Lucas Ledet. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, it's, that son of a bitch always gets his movie picked. He's like half of all the Patreon. We need to put a cooldown on the pick. When are we going to implement that code? Were we going to do that, Jackson? Was that something I was oh, supposed I'm to help so, with? I'm so lazy. I'm so lazy. <laughs> Will I ever get around to it? I've got nothing else going on. But Jackson, I'm so I swear lazy. to God, if I work a, if I work a 45 an hour week job and come home and do this for you, I'm be so pissed. Come, dude. I've got no reason to not be implementing these features I described like two months ago. I know, uh, considering you sleep into eleven or twelve every oh my day. God, shut the fuck up. Anyway, that's picking... our Patreon pick, Pandora yeah. two thousand nine. Uh, Dylan, go ahead with your pick. What do you think? Wait, 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 wait. I was gonna ask, who are we doing the picks for this week? It's it's uh, Dylan and I. We're the last one. You're, you you guys did your picks before we started doing the all of us picking. You, okay. You're welcome to confirm that if you want to. I don't care. Okay. My pick is gonna be Jurassic World 2. <laughs> God damn it. Kill yourself, kill yourself, kill it's yourself, kill 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 yourself, You're probably in that one. That one was just freshly built. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jackson got to finish up his Evangelion. There's only two more Jurassic Tell you what, Dylan, you can only pick it if you can, from the top of your head, uh, say the actual title of that movie. It's not... 
a new dominion. Jurassic World, Jurassic World 2, oh shoot, what was it? I don't remember. Yep, pick a different one. No. <laughs> Damn it. You almost, I think you almost had him there, to be completely honest. <laughs> I think, uh, if it's the one I was thinking, I'm gonna be so pissed. Anyways, my pick of this week is a weird one. I'm picking wow. the 19, or what fucking year is it? The 1997 film, Funny Games. <laughs> Funny, Funny Game. game. Funny games. Is this an anime? This is a no. This is like a European horror movie. I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Oh, interesting. I uh, this is another movie that I I put on my list for like basically no reason. I was just like watching some other random video again. I can't remember what it was about. And they very briefly mentioned one scene in Funny Games that I thought like this is really good. And I was like, awesome. Let me put that on my list. Okay. So we are watching Funny Game. Pandorum and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. We sure are. How exciting. What See, are we all I remember excited? that because I'm not a fucking retard. Which one are we all the most excited for? <sighs> I guess Funny Games. Yeah, Pandorum. I guess Funny Game. <laughs> what even is Pandorum? I don't know shit about that movie. It's spooky. Yeah, all I know is that Lucas always chooses terrible movies all to make All three us of them watch. are scary movies? There's no way. No, they're not. Jurassic World's a scary movie. Jurassic World's not. Well, we'll we'll get into it next week, guys. We'll get into it next week. In the meantime, though, Dylan, you want to tell the people about the Patreon? Who? Who did you want to? You you cut out. Like a lot. Jackson. Okay. Guys, please subscribe to our Patreon. Please. 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 I'm unemployed. Please. Why don't you subscribe (laughs) to our Patreon? Please. Think about all these awesome rewards you get. You get... Access to the pre-guap or pre-show. You get early access to all the episodes. The second they're done getting edited, they're up on Patreon for you to watch. Access to our Discord. You know, you can recommend movies or recommend topics. You can talk to us. You get 500 slime cones. Please, dear God, if you do want those, fucking ping me because I'm not checking. Um, And then also, you get your name read out. Like all of these wonderful people that I'm about to name. Kyler Nikolai, Certified Hebophile, Top Ramen Man, Joshua Bean, um... Uh, or, uh, um, uh, or, I, uh, hmm. Tutbot, Lucas Sedet, Hunter, and Jacob Edwards. Thank you all for subscribing to the Patreon. I particularly love Topperman, man. Why do you keep changing? Have a. Be loyal for once in your life. Bye! Bye-bye. Bye bye.